This is episode number 49 of Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy with Dr. Jessica Tartaro. That's me. In last week's podcast, I warned you about pet names and the risks of calling your new partner Sugar Pie before you get to know them by their actual name. This week, I want to talk about the art of give and take in conversation. All relationships in one form or another begin with talking, learning how to make your conversations feel sparky, alive, and co-created rather than flat, stagnant, and one-sided can make all the difference for signaling to the other person that you're actually there and available for connection. This tool is such a powerful deepener for all types of relating. I'm excited to share it with you. I will never forget a client I once had who told me that our sessions were distinctly different from any exchange she'd ever experienced as an adult. She said that instead of feeling a familiar distance in conversation, our talks felt like a relational volley, a dynamic back and forth, and how distinct and valuable that was for her. What she was basically saying was that she could feel the tending of our relationship inside of our conversation, the give and take in the way we were speaking. What I was doing with that client, what I do with all my clients, and a form of communication that has at this point become native to me is called tracking impact. Without meaning to, for most adults, it can be easy to talk at one another without tuning into the impact that our words and nonverbal expression are having on one another in real time. When you slow down at any point in conversation and choose to engage with what is arising for your listener in response to what you are sharing, you begin to shift your relating from talking at to talking to one another. It was only recently in my adult life that I discovered it was even possible to feel truly connected in conversation. Despite my current social graces, I spent much of my early adult years feeling extraordinarily socially awkward. I had no shortage of book smarts, but a profound shortage of social smarts. I have vivid memories from college of being at parties, speaking for many long minutes not knowing how to leave space for other people, watching their eyes glaze over as I went on, and getting radio silence when I was done. I didn't know how to create the give and take in conversation, even while I desperately craved hearing people acknowledge and receive me. As a consequence, I often felt extremely lonely as a social creature. So, I have a question for you, dear human listening to the episode at this other end. What's it like for you to hear what I've just shared? What I just did by posing that question is the simplest example of tracking impact. I asked you what it was like at your end of our connection to receive what I'd offered. Obviously, this is a podcast, so you can't tell me the impact in real time. But just notice what it was like for me to turn the attention from me to you. And if you're feeling compassionate or bored, or if you're feeling curious or spaced out or whatever it is, if we were in conversation, I would want to know. 
One way I could reply upon hearing your impact is to notice out loud the sensations, thoughts, and feelings that are present in real time inside of me in connection to you, which is called sharing impact. In the very first session I have with any of my intimacy coaching clients, I teach this practice. It can sound something like, hearing you feel bored by this podcast, I feel amused. Or, hearing you feel curious, I feel excited. Or, hearing you feel grateful, I feel gratified. I'm making it clear that I am being impacted by you. What is happening for you triggers a happening for me as well. When I share impact, you know that you are registering for me. I like to compare sharing impact to a memory foam mattress that yields to the shape of any weight that is added to it. In any relationship, we want to know we are making an impression on someone, that we matter, that the space we take up has weight for the other person. When it doesn't happen, it can wear down our interest in someone and leave us feeling unsatisfied and unmoored in the connection. When it does happen, it can meet a deep hunger for connection and fill us up in a life-changing way. It can be the doorway to feeling close to someone, which can feel out of reach until you know how to pass through the portal. During a recent coaching session, while my client was relating an episode about his life, I interrupted him. To what degree do you feel aware of me right now? I asked. My coaching sessions are all about the experiential moment and learning from the here and now. This was an important moment to learn from. I knew it was at first hard for him to understand what I was asking, but together what we were able to realize was that for some time he had been talking at me. We discussed how feeling nourished in relationship is about talking to someone, keeping awareness of the relationship inside of the conversation and acknowledging that throughout. Through a candid naming of what was missing, we were able to shift a disconnected moment into a practice for connection, which was in fact what he came to me to learn. Tracking impact, including asking someone to share impact or reflecting real-time impact yourself, is like a playful volley with a ball of yarn, back and forth and back again, each of us wrapping a new piece of yarn around the ball before tossing it. If ever we lose track of the connection, we just need to yank any one of the threads to find each other. There's excitement in the volley, not knowing when or how the ball will come back, but trusting that it will. Approached in this way, conversations are not dead or perfunctory or rote. They are alive and spontaneous and heartfelt. Someone is home inside of them. I am home inside. You are home inside. We are at home inside of ourselves together in our conversation, tending to our connection moment by moment. This is how the simplest exchange of words can touch us in the deepest of places. For this week's homework, try the noticing game with a partner. The most basic game for practicing sharing and receiving impact. The first partner will begin by stating, sitting across from you, I notice and then identify a feeling, thought, or sensation about themselves related to the connection. 
The second person will respond with, hearing that, I notice, and also name a feeling, thought, or sensation arising in themselves. Then you will go back and forth for three to five minutes using the sentence stem, hearing that, I notice, sharing the feelings, thoughts, and sensations arising in real time between you two. It's a game of ping pong, but instead of a paddle and balls, you are using words and feelings. I asked my husband to try the practice with me the other evening. Here's our example. Me. Sitting across from you, I notice feeling sleepy. Him. Hearing that, I notice feeling sleepy too. Me. Hearing that, I notice the thought, that's not very interesting. Him. Hearing that, I notice feeling giddy and humorous. Me. Hearing that, I notice feeling warmth for you. Him. Hearing that, I notice feeling received. That's it. Set a timer for the agreed upon time, and when it sounds, close with a final noticing by each of you of what is present. Have fun with it. Lean into honesty and resist the temptation to explain what you're noticing. Drop the context and just identify the feelings, thoughts, and sensations. You will likely be surprised by where it takes you, how quickly you go there, and how powerful the destination truly is. Congratulations. You now have the basic template for the art of give and take in conversation. I wish you steady and rewarding practice. This is Dr. Jessica Tartaro with Under 10, a mini podcast on intimacy. Oh, oh, oh.